Blog Talk Radio. trying to predict who's going to win what division after one and two and three weeks. And they've already had to change their story twice. It's like, why? Well, I don't want to hear who you think is going to win the division after three weeks. Because by week 10, you're going to be t- it's going to be different anyway. So let's just talk about who's doing well and that's it. But uh, these guys these guys crack me up. Oh, yeah. You know, Bengals. Bengals. Ben's down. The Bengals are going to win the division. Well, a week ago, it was the Steelers division. Now it's the Bengals division. Ravens are done at 0-3. Let's see. Let's see what happens in two weeks. Let's see who's dead and buried and who's on top. Remember the beginning of the season? Look out for the Dolphins. Look out. Watch out. This is the Dolphins' year. How'd that prediction work out for people that said that? Hmm? Eagles. Eagles riding high. They got a little win. They still ain't the same Eagles everyone thought they saw in preseason, right? You, you, you just don't know. And then, and then look at the Falcons, three and zero, looking like world beaters out there. Panthers three and zero, Saints zero and three. Breeze missed the last game, but he played the first two. They're not the team they used to be, but zero and three. Then you just can't. The point is, stop. Predict, people got to stop predicting because you don't know what's going to happen. What we do know is that we just don't know. <laughs> That's really all you know. And with all that said, it's time to talk some football. And uh, me, Commissioner T, if you want to call in, 347-838-9525, 347-838-9525. You can hit us up on Twitter, at The Madden Voice, or just send a tweet and hashtag TMV. Um, and you can go to Facebook. I'm actually there right now on The Madden Voices page. We're there right now. You can post a message on there or send a private message if you don't want your business put out there. Say hello. Say goodbye. Say something. Let us know you're out there. America. 
But as you know, I don't do this alone. I've got three co-hosts. I stalled a little bit because one of them ran a minute or two late. But they're all there now. So we get to start the show full strength. First guy here lives down in the big ATL from Bristol, Connecticut. Dr. Train calls him the voice of reason. I call him my younger brother. JB, welcome to the Madden Voice. We're back. Ready to go, baby. There you go. Let's rock and roll. This next guy is the man with the philosophy, the man with the Ph.D., the man who won the first EAFL Super Bowl way back in the Stone Age, but he, he loves me reminding him of that. He'll take that with him forever, you know. I, one day I'm going to ask him, which which is the bigger accomplishment, the Super Bowl win with the EAFL or your PhD? Don't answer that. Don't answer that. Dr. Train, welcome to the Madden Voice. What up, T? I'm eating donuts, man. I'm eating donuts. All right. Yeah, that's not like you, man. Shouldn't you be eating like... I know. Some tofu dipped in soy sauce with, you know, crushed walnuts, uh, baked, not fried, some shit like that. <laughs> that would be nice, but Seattle served us donuts, so I got to eat it. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. And last but not least, I, I introduced him last on purpose because, you know, I gave this man so much love last weekend, it almost made myself sick. And now this week, man, you see, you just, it's amazing how things change in a week you know last week we were talking about Romo and the impact on the Cowboys and a week later we got to have the same conversation with this guy this guy's one of the best Madden players of all time you can find him on Twitter Ali Quick you can go ahead and Google Madden Nation season four and you'll see you'll see him on there whooping whooping some candy ass out in Indianapolis the man I don't even know what, what his state of mind is we're going to find out but this is the one and only K-Star. Welcome back to the Madden Voice. Hey, guys. Hi. Ooh. Ooh. Hi. Ooh. Hello. Ooh. Hello, K-Star. Hello. Hello. <laughs> K-Star. Is that your white man voice? Uh, I don't have a white that? man voice. What was that? Uh, actually, I do have a white man voice when I'm making jokes. Um I don't have a white man voice right now. It's just it's just doing my thing, man. It's just doing my thing, man. It's just, you know. So, hey, let's jump right in, man, because, you know, hey, man, um, K-Star, man, I mean, you know, I know you want to be like me. I know I know that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm clear on that, that you want to be like me. I'm clear on it. But, damn, bro, you ain't got to go lose your quarterback right after I lose mine. I mean, <laughs> I mean, damn, man, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. I am flattered. But um, listen, you guys were able to – Ben played long enough. Y'all got a nice victory there. Um, but, you know, you know, talk to us about what do you – you know, you got to turn around short week. Now, y'all are playing the Ravens in Baltimore. Um, short week. Um, but, but, you know, not so much this game, but just in general, it looks like Ben's out four to six, and it looked like leaning more towards six from what I'm hearing. Um, good news is he's not done for the season. It's not an a, it's not an uh, ACL or MCL. So that's the good news. The bad news is you know you you got a tough stretch coming up without Ben. What are your thoughts? What do you think? Can your Steelers behind Michael Vick? Um, can they do it? Can they can they you know you know Cincinnati's looking tough. Can 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 you do it? Uh, yes, we can. Said President Obama once upon a time before. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we can. 
we can. Yes, we can make this happen. We can we can stay afloat in the AFC North, and that's all we need to do is keep it level, keep it steady. We don't need to go out there and win every single game. I don't think that's reasonable or realistic. Uh, however, let's look at it. Um, Michael Vick still has a lot of arm talent. Michael Vick has a lot of weapons around him, weapons he hasn't had maybe even in Philly. You know, so he has he has a veteran team. He has a very good offensive line, uh, despite the injury that happened to Ben. That was more of a – we'll talk about that later – Interesting play that happened. Um, but, you know, he has all the tools, all the weapons to make it work. Now, are we going to change our philosophy? I don't know. I don't expect us to. But fundamentally, I'll tell you one thing. Um, they're not going to be able to just crowd the box and defend Le'Veon Bell and expect that that's just going to be our game plan because Michael Vick can still sling at 60-plus yards but with a flick of a wrist. And he has the weapons, like again, to do so. Um, but it's gonna be tough. <laughs> you know, our next four games, or next four to six, they're not cakewalks. This game at Baltimore is gonna be very tough as well. Because guess what? They're zero three. They're playing their rivals. They see blood on the on the wall, and, and we see blood on the wall. But here's the thing: we have no Big Ben, and and that puts us at immediate disadvantage. And it it, it makes us play uh it goes into our defensive mode which means we have to see what we have in Michael Vick first before we really know what's going to happen. So well, let me ask let me ask you one more question before I bring the other fellas in. Michael Michael is is Michael Vick going to play in your opinion? I haven't followed, you know, his you know they signed him a few weeks ago. I mean, what Michael Vick do you guys have? Do you have the Atlanta Falcons Michael Vick? Or do you have the Philadelphia Eagles, Michael Vick? Do you have the guy that's going to read option and run and scramble and, and throw caution to the wind? Or do you have the guy that's going to sit back there and try to be a pocket passer? Uh, good question. You know, and I think that's what is going to be the biggest reveal on Thursday. We'll know pretty soon, but in my anticipation, I think we're going to run our offense relatively similar, except incorporate some more play action um, and bootlegs and stuff like that into it to uh, kind of hone in on Michael Vick's strengths and highlight those strengths that he has, which is being a great rollout passer um, and being able to throw on, on the run as well as he does. And, uh, you know, the, while this offense is obviously a pocket-passing offense, it also is an offense that has quick, uh, quick strikes and a lot of flexibility with the playmakers we have. So um, I expect a lot of play action. I, I do expect maybe some zone read incorporations into it as well, since it's fairly basic and easy to do. Um, we'll see. Way, I really don't have a good answer for you. I stand corrected. Um, um, you are home against Baltimore on Thursday. I thought for some reason I thought you were in Baltimore, but you are home against Baltimore. So that's actually a good thing. Um, that's a big lift. Dr. Train, what are your thoughts on Big Ben going down? Man, it, it hurts me, my fantasy <laughs> football quarterback. Ah, okay. That's that's what's most important to me right now. That's <laughs> all I have left. But my team is done. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, so I feel your pain. I'll fifty percent of it. Yeah. I think they'll manage if it's four to six weeks. I think they'll 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 manage to maybe split, which will still be good with Michael Vick. I mean you just gotta not make mistakes. Well, let's let's look at the next six games. Let's look at the next six games because, 
You got Baltimore at home, but you got Baltimore. Craving, starving for a win, division rival. Then you go to San Diego. Then you come back home and play Arizona. Then you go to Kansas City. Then you come back home and play Cincinnati. And then you're home against Oakland. That's your next six games. They, 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 They might be able to get three of those. And that's all we need. And that's what I'm looking at. I think if we hit three, uh, we are in good shape. It looking it looked more like two and four, but yeah, maybe three. Uh, it's it's certainly possible two and four. I, you know, if we go two and four, I I don't think Cleveland's like, lost either. Here's what you do have going for you: Michael Vick has had success in the NFL. It's just a matter of. Can he stay healthy? Cause you know Big Ben had to make had to make things happen behind the offensive line that was shaky from here from time to time. And you know, can he play within the offense, which simply means use the weapons that you have? Because you get Martavius back in a week. Yes. You already have you Brown. Do. You have Bell back, and you have you, so you have a two-headed monster really. Because you got Bell and D'Angelo, which has been running well before Bell came back. So. Mm-hmm. I say you lean heavy on the talent around, including Heath Miller. Yep, it'll be big. But it just—it it really would be a matter of uh, how good are the teams are that you're that you're playing, barring barring that those teams will probably be healthy. So a star Ravens team, uh, Arizona team is just playing really well right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say that is, is uh, as far as Vic goes. Is he was pretty successful in Philly, uh, and, and obviously Andy Reid, but and Chip Kelly's even for a bit as well. Um, define su- define successful. But he was able that that offense manufactured a lot of points. I believe they were top five in scoring when he was in there. Um, I'm not sure about the wins. I can't really recollect about the defense at the time. I'm not sure. Maybe there was turno- turnovers mixed in. Uh, I'm just going off of of anecdotal memory. Um, however, mm. it, it was a spread offense, and we have a spread offense still. So conceptually, there's sort of some similarities, and Michael Vick's a guy that is best set in a spread offense. So, mm. you know, honestly, mm. it can't. He has to dump it off to Le'Veon. You know, he's going to have to feature Le'Veon down, and he's such a safety valve that is the best safety valve that he can have. And you know, him and Antonio Brown, he's going to rely on them. But so is that. Mm. Mm. Um, JB, voice of reason. What do you think? Well, once again, I called it with uh, Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick, Chan Gailey, Dale Platoon, one start with the Jets. I've mentioned that a few weeks ago before the season start. Once again, when this all went down with Michael Vick going to the Steelers, I said, I, I hope they know what they're doing because Ben Ben is going to get hurt at some point in time. Never wished upon him, but here we are heading into week four. Big Ben is down. Michael Vick is getting the start. I really hope they know what they're doing with him because, and I think Dr. Train, you alluded to it correctly. If he turns the ball over, those next six games, they're probably one in five. They have to make sure that they limit the amount of decision-making he has to do, keep it simple, short passes, get rid of the ball, don't scramble too much, stay in the pocket, keep the ball tucked in because once you start turning the ball over, bad things start to happen for the team as a whole. So, 
it's going to be real interesting to see how these next six weeks go. You're talking about the Ravens. You're talking about the Bengals, divisional games. You're talking about an Oakland team that is no longer really a pushover. They actually are a legitimate football team, at least it's starting to look like one. And you got the Cardinals, too, who with Carson Palmer at the helm, looking like a tough team like they did last year before he got hurt. So these next six weeks, there's no gimme. So he has to make sure he holds on to that ball, stays upright. They're going to have to mass protect as often as they can because one good shot and you're looking at whoever's next in line behind Vic. Well, yeah, here, here are my thoughts. And maybe I'm maybe I'm a bit bitter after my game this weekend with my backup quarterback. But let's recall that Michael Vick, um, at the time the Steelers signed him, was not playing in the NFL, was not on a team. Okay, um, there's a reason he wasn't on a team. He's not. He was not highly sought after. Um, he had some. I, I wouldn't go so far as to say success in Philly. Um, he was replaced by Nick Foles, so that's how much success he had in Philly. Um, and I believe did he go to the Jets after Philly? Is that the last place he was? Yeah, yeah to back up to back up Geno Smith, and he actually tore up my Steelers last year when he did play. Yeah, he did have a good yeah, and that and that's and that's what Michael Vick has become a journeyman quarterback that is still capable of having a Vick like game. He's actually capable. What we have not seen in three years is him able to do three, four games in a row like that. We haven't seen it because I believe the very next game he looked like dog doodle again, if I recall. He whooped up on your Steelers that one week, and we thought, here he comes. And then the next week, he looked like Michael Vick, not being able to hold the ball, blah, blah, blah. The same, the same Vick he turned into um, pretty much post-prison. You know, he had some, he's had some good games. And in my opinion, what you, what you have to hope for is that he can manage to have those good games right now. Um, I'm not optimistic because he has not been. There's a re you know what I mean? Like like, you know, I sat here and convinced myself for a week that Whedon can go in there and hold it together and and I don't know now because he's not Romo. And I feel the same way. There's a reason these guys are backups, there's a reason these guys, you know, Michael Vick was sitting on the couch when the Steelers called him. You know, there's a reason because his best days are behind him. And uh if if he's going to be effective, we need to see the Atlanta Falcons, Michael Vick, to be honest with you. You know, that decision-making, that guy that when the play breaks down, he takes off and runs for 30. You know, yes, you lose Bell. You got a superstar back. You got a superstar wide receiver. Absolutely lose, use your weapons. There's no doubt about it. But he doesn't have the same decision-making ability. Certainly won't have the chemistry that Ben has with these guys. So there's going to be other things he's going to have to be able to do. And if he could still run a 4-4, which I'm pretty sure he could still run. I mean, guy was running 4-2. I'm sure he could start pull, pull, still muster a 4-4. He's got to be not be afraid. He can't He can't be RG3. You know what I mean? He's got to be the old Michael Vick and be like, screw it. I'm sucking it in. I'm running. I'm getting the first down. I'm keeping his, I'm keeping his offense going. If he can do that, yeah, y'all could probably pull out a 3-3, three and three, you know, and keep yourselves afloat because the Browns ain't going nowhere. Don't know about the Ravens. I hate to say they're not going anywhere, but they certainly they certainly don't look good. Um, you know, the team you really got to try to keep in your eyesight is the Bengals. That's the team you got to keep your eye on because they're looking really good. But you know, I don't believe in Mar- I don't believe in uh, Marvin Smith, so I, I just don't. So I'm not. I, you know, I, I picked your team to win the division before Ben went down, and I'm not changing my mind. I think your team is your team is the team to beat in that division. But Vic's got Vic's got to beat the old Vic. Forget the Jets, Vic. Forget the Eagles, Vic. You got to go back to Atlanta, bro. 
You need to go back there. You need to do like Ali did when Ali went and fought Leon Spinks and Spinks and and and, and he tried to he I don't know what he was doing. Tried to go toe to toe and do all this stupidness and Spinks beat him. Ali said, "Wait a minute, I'm I'm Muhammad Ali." Went back in there, roped the dope, shuffled, did his thing, and whooped up on homeboy. That's what Vic's got to do. Vic's got to say, "Hey, this is 19 or not 19, but this is 2007 again." You know. Yeah, go back to when my face was on the cover of Madden. I gotta go back to when I was the most deadliest Madden uh, uh, player ever. Everybody wanted to play with Vic, and that's where he's got to go back to them days. If he does that, I think you guys got a shot to keep it afloat. I really do, because you got a lot of talent, especially on offense. If he doesn't do that, man, K Star, gonna be some rough yeah. shows coming up, bro. Hey, no, I agree, and he does need to play well. And I think that uh, the biggest difference between him now and a few years ago is the fact that he does have these these great weapons. I mean, it's really hard to fail, honestly, when you have as much talent as Vic does and, you know, previous success, and you would think that the two would uh, mesh well together. We'll see. Um, but he definitely needs my, – my biggest concern is him just protecting the ball and staying upright himself since he's a smaller guy. And as we know, it's, you know, he could easily take a hit and, and, and go down as well. If he, right. Uh, yeah, and do you have a backup? Do you have a third? I mean, you guys gotta have went and got somebody. I know you let Gradkowski go, so we have, you have we have Landry Jones, and he's not good. Okay, at all. all right. <laughs> all right. Get him ready. Get him ready. They're not good back off something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so and I, 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 what's that? I have the case. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> Hey, good luck. What's the shot? What's yeah, the shot? And let's give and let's not overlook what JB say. JB did call this one. JB nailed this one. I mean, JB came right out and said, "Oh boy, I hope you guys get Vic ready because you know Ben tends to get hurt. Ben's good to miss a couple few games." And, I, and he did call it. JB, gotta give you credit, bro. You called that one. No one wished mm-hmm. it upon you, boy. No one. We want to see everybody at full strength, you know. But um, Jay called it, man. And um, well, this is why this is why I was hopeful when we did send Michael Vick, just in case something like this did happen. Um, and luckily, we do have a quality player that can hopefully hold down the fort. I think he will. We'll see. If he can get to eighty percent of what he was, you guys will be okay. The problem yeah. is, I, I you only saw that in flashes over the last few years. He couldn't do it consistently. I don't know if it was his fault. Or the offensive coordinator's fault. Don't know. But let's see. You know I'm not a huge Todd Haley fan, so let's see. Let's see. You know? Let's see. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, uh, the subject of, you know, loyalty and our teams and, you know, I, I, you know I, man, you know, I felt bad for K-Star when Ben went down. And then I felt even worse for Dr. Train. <laughs> When I saw, not only did, um, you know, obviously Jay Cutler was out, but, um, you know, the end of the first half, I believe it was 6 nothing in Seattle. And I said, okay, Chicago. I said, okay. <laughs> and then Dr. Train's words, his world-famous <laughs> words, echoed in my head. He said, they sold me a dream. <laughs> <laughs> and they lost, they lost 26 nothing. So, uh, Train, I mean... You know, 0-3 statistically means you're done. That's statistically, historically. Realistically, 0-3 is not done. But historically, 
oh and three it's like i don't know it's a freaking two percent chance or three i don't know what it is it's like you know oh and three statistically historically is done but let's not talk about history let's talk about what you think with your team is cutler due back anytime soon do you guys have a chance you, you really i mean you played seattle which no matter what their record is they're still seattle okay um what do you think what's your assessment of your bears after three weeks all right, right before I answer that, though, you remember when I used to play Madden a lot and you would play against me and all I did was run the ball every single down? The only way I passed it was we greater than third and five. Yeah, I do remember that. It used to piss me off. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's what it was like watching Chicago play Seattle, except for if, uh, I, the success of the game wasn't, running game wasn't as successful as I was on Madden. So, okay. So we punted on every single possession that we had in the game. Yeah. Um, for all the fans that hate Jay Cutler to be our quarterback, that want him to be our quarterback. Because without him, we, we won't do anything. Nothing. Jimmy Clawson is like, I really don't have words to describe it, describe that guy. When the when the offensive coordinator purposely runs the ball, no matter how many people are in the box, <laughs> just because they don't want the quarterback to make a mistake, let me know how much confidence you have in this quarterback. I'd rather see the rookie. Luckily, Jay Culler will be back not this week, but the next week after. I'm not excited about how Sean Jeffries coming back this week because we don't have a quarterback. I would be excited if they start David Fells on Sunday. At least I have no clue what I'm about to see. So that means I, I, I get to watch the game with no expectation. Watching Jimmy Clausen, I already know what's going to happen. It's, gonna, it, it, it's not going to be pretty. That guy can't. He's not. He's just not a good quarterback. So uh, we're still done for the season. Uh, realistically, we'll probably win. You know, anywhere between. Uh, six to eight games at most. You know, Jay, Jay will remember this. There was a time before Bill Parcells took over the Cowboys when Dave Campo was the head coach of the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And this was a very painful time in Cowboy fans' lives because the Cowboys had no salary cap left because they had overpaid for uh, Dion. They had overpaid for Troy Aikman. Well, maybe not overpaid, but um, uh, Troy had retired prematurely and a lot of money to hit the salary cap and Dion and Michael Irvin. And there was just a lot of dead money. So the Cowboys really didn't have any money to go out there and get any real quality players. And Dave Campo was brought in to coach and um, they went five and eleven three years in a row under Dave Campo, and it really wasn't his fault. You just didn't have the talent. You just it was just it was just frustrating. It was just like watching Jimmy Clausen. You almost feel bad for Jimmy Clausen because he's playing. That this is who he is. It's like Jimmy Clausen. Yep, that's what he does, right? You know, I'm gonna be mad at you. Shoot, there's a reason you were sitting on the bench. There's a reason you've never been a starter in the NFL, or maybe maybe briefly, but there's a reason. Briefly. Briefly, yeah, but there's a reason. There's a bre- there's a reason that these guys are backups, you know, and journeymen because you know they're they're not Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or any of these other guys, or even Jay Cutler. So I, I feel your pain, Doctor Train. 
I do. I, I feel your pain. I, it, it's frustrating because you got 13 games left, and it's like, you know, what, what am I, you know, and, okay, next game you guys got coming up. Who you got, Oakland? You got Oakland, Oakland at, least yep. you're, at least you're home. We're against Oakland. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but but Oakland's sitting there, what, 2-1 and one right now, I believe. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so now he's sitting there like, well, damn, we might even lose Oakland. You know, it's just, you know. Yeah, I you know, uh, yeah, no, I feel it you. Doesn't, it doesn't look good. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. One, I wanna, I wanna tell fans, any Bears fans, just you know, don't start writing off the head coach and GM now because they have, they got a lot to fix. Yeah, Phil Emery in there two years in a row, two drafts, twelve players, four of them are on on the roster now. Four out of twelve. Two of them turned out to be solid starters, program players. Two out of twelve. The rest, mm. of the other two, are just on the team. Mm. Uh, I, I'm hearing rumors yeah. about a fire sale in Chicago. Pretty much, they're ready to blow it up. Is is that just rumors, or is there some truth to that? I, I don't necessarily think they're ready to blow it up. To me, you know, I. With the NFL now, the turnaround is a lot quicker than what it used to be. It just it just is. Barring that you get the right players, the right talent, you need a you kind of need a mixture of free agency, but mostly through the draft. You really do need to build your team through the draft. Uh, but if they were really if if they were willing to get if someone gave them the right price for say Matt Forte, yeah, I'd trade them because they're not going to resign them. And I would resign him, but that's probably, you know, 70% fan in me. But Matt Forte is not on the decline. He's one of the smartest backs in the league. He knows how to take care of himself. He's in his prime. But he's he's about to be at 30 mark. He's 29. So when this season concludes, he'll be at the 30-year-old mark. Most teams don't reinvest in backs when they get there. That's one back I think that's worth reinvesting for a couple of years. You're right, but then, but then also about the train. Who's going to be watching the? Who's going to fill the seats then? Because Alshon Jeffries is just one person, and if you don't have anybody throwing the ball, nobody's going to really watch him. And you got dual threat Forte. People are going to want to watch him. So there's not just the, the football side of it. There's the business side of it too. I mean, it is. Really, the staple that 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 fans want to see back in Chicago, and if you poll all the fans, you probably get this. They want to see the monsters of midway back. They want to see the defense that hit folks and keeps us in game. That's been our staple for years, even before I became a fan of the team. That's what people are waiting on, and we haven't we haven't seen that yet. And that's what we're hoping John Fox and Ryan Pace can instill back into Chicago. You know, it's it's great to have a, you know, awesome quarterback and, and you know, your offense be able to put up points. But Chicago fans as a whole, as a majority, is like, where is the defense? Where is the real monsters of the midway? You would leave our stadium hurt even if you did win. No, these folks are leaving our stadium in clean white suits that they came to play in. 
do with our identity back. I still think they may try to blow this team up a bit. I, I, I myself, I kind of believe in these rumors because I'm reading reports now that they're open to move uh, more players and make more trades. So I mean, they already traded away Jared Allen, which was supposed to be a prized off-season acquisition last off-season. That didn't materialize. John On Bosch, the old resume, which was running a 4-3. Still got rid of him, though. So, yeah, but he gives because he doesn't fit the he doesn't. There's no use in keeping players that don't fit your scheme. Plus, find, I mean, to me, it made sense. One, you got you got a bunch of you got a bunch of outside linebackers besides Jared Allen. He had one decent game, and it was literally for about five minutes where he made some plays against Arizona, and then that was it. So, what did you get in the form, though? What, what did you give hmm? up to get him? How much did you pay to get him, and then what did you give up to let him go? Well, we got a sixth round. I'm glad we got something for him. <laughs> Shit, that's as far as, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, I'm glad we got something for him because it was a waste of money to get him. I'm not disagreeing with you. I thought when, when they first made that acquisition, I was a little hesitant because he is over the 30-year mark. We're talking about defensive ends. He's been one of the more productive defensive ends that we've seen in recent years, but he's still facing father time, and we all know father time's undefeated. You know your team better than I do, but you know whether the team fits or it doesn't fit. But I'm thinking more of an A, what was it, 31, 32? So he had already hit his prime, and he's already on a decline. Then they bring him in, and now it's, it's not just the production. It's the fact that he doesn't have production because you don't have him in the right system. So he's gone. Yeah, I think yeah. gone. They're only three. Six-round pick for that guy because he pick. just, yep. Now, I do believe in John Fox. I, I do believe in John Fox. And I will, if there's any coach out there that I would would give some some some, some rope, if you will, some leash, it would be him. But they're going to have to figure out how to fix the cap. They're going to have to figure out how to get those gems in the draft, and they're going to have to figure out how do they get folks free agents to come to Chicago. Well, well, here's the thing. The Bears, not, they're, not, they're not tight up against the cap like things would think. Things would think. The, really, the really hand in their pocket this season was cut because they right. were forced to pay him guaranteed money. And if they could not trade him, it did not make sense to cut him. And as you can see now, it didn't make sense to cut him because you don't have anybody. The guy is still talented, but it's, it is Jay Cutler. So you get what you get. You know, but you would rather now have him in there than anybody else court, uh, on the roster, quarterback in this team. Well, let's, let's go back to you on uh, to Forte. Who's the backup? Okay. Who's the backup, the backup? is uh uh um. Goodness, I forgot how to pronounce his name. Langston. I think his last name is. I can't remember. Said his first name, the last name. Langston. Rookie yeah. running back. Well, actually, no. Jacquez Rogers Jeremy is the actual something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jeremy Langford. So Jacquez Rogers is the the media backup. Langford is the third, which they are really high on. Who also so trained you, with Forte during the summer. So, what do you think folks would get for a Forte trade? What do you think the Bears would get? A second round, third round? I say no. I, I I say no. No less than a third. I think he's worth no less than a third. Multiple picks? Or are we just talking straight up 
person for pick? If you had to go person for pick, just because of how easily, how how quickly teams tend to replace running back and this whole running back by committee thing, it kind of devalues the back, even though we all know as we watch football how important it is to have a back of that stature. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't let him go this year unless I got like a second or multiple picks. But at the very is he least, at the end of it? Is he third. at the end of his contract? He is. This is it. Uh, this is the year. They'll, they'll let his contract run out. They yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, and he gets to go. Yeah. He gets to go yeah. wherever wherever he wants to. Yeah. I don't right. see. I would. I, I would find a way to re up this dude. I, I don't see why not. Two years. Two years at most. Bring him back. Yeah, but he's not he, going. Wait, uh, how old? How old is Matt Forte? Twenty nine, right? Twenty nine. Uh, yeah, this is this is yeah this yeah he he can get one. He ain't gonna take a two year deal at twenty nine. It's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. If he's still productive mm-hmm. and healthy, not gonna take a two year deal. Someone will give him. He'll take four a, years. Well, he'll take a four year deal with guaranteed money within the first two years. Because well, it's, yeah. it's really about the guaranteed money. That's Absolutely. all it is. What's the guaranteed yeah. money? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree he'll do that. So I would, Four I years would take guaranteed that. guaranteed money. Yep. Mm-hmm. More than half the contract would have to be guaranteed, though, because someone will pay him that. We just saw it with DeMarco Murray. Yeah. And DeMarco Murray, had, where's Murray at now? Hamstring injury, not even 20 yards right. You know what I mean? So Forte has had a better career than DeMarco Murray. So yeah. Murray, Forte is going to command pretty good dollars in the offseason, provided – he stays healthy the rest of this year. And, and he and, and his he's he's not one of those back that's had health issues. He's missed right. he missed he missed time he missed time one time in his career. As a matter of fact, it was a missed block by an offensive lineman and he ended up getting hit like right in his thigh. I forgot what kind of injury it was. He was out maybe I can't remember, maybe two to three games and then he's been he was back and been straight since. Okay. So the, the dude takes care of himself. I I would just hate to see him leave, but I understand that the organization is trying to build the draft. But at running back, we're solid. Step down QB position, and it and matter of fact, even more more than that, it's the the entire defense. It's the entire de- right now. The defense got a ton of free agents. Not many people through the draft on our defense, if any. All free agents. Yeah. yeah. That's what they need to fix. That's what I'm waiting on. Yeah. All right. Good luck, Dr. Train. It might be a long year for you. <laughs> um, moving on to another team that could be a long year for. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, JB, let's talk about your Cowboys. <laughs> Um, got out to a nice lead, and then uh, you know, Atlanta just came back and took it over. Um, what, you yeah. know, Cowboy Nation is listening. Actually, we just got retweeted by the Cowboy Nation Autobot. So, Cowboy Nation is listening. You know, what, what is it? Doom and gloom, or is the or are the Cowboys going to be okay? What are your thoughts? Well, I think it's somewhere in between. First off, you gotta give it up to the Falcons. They they played the way they really should have played in that second half. 
Uh, I think also, with that being said, the the planning by the uh, offensive coordinator, probably about halfway through the, the, the first half, you could start to see what the pattern is going to be. They didn't want to give Wheaton a chance to throw the ball deep. And as the game progressed, you could see the Falcons kind of playing towards what they intended to do all along for that game. So I think it played well, give it up to them. I think they're too conservative for Wheaton. They should at least throw the deep ball to make the, make the defense be honest and, and, and some respect for that arm. But to your question, I don't think it's doom and gloom. I, I, I think that, that they have to play a complete football game. And they didn't play a complete football game. They started off hot, had the momentum going, and and as soon as Whedon tried to do more than what he's capable of, that's when basically the air came out during that game. He started to slow through that pick and then from that point forward, everything went downhill. Thankfully, Harden will be back after the bye and from the suspension. Uh, Randy Gregory will be back in a couple of weeks. Hopefully, he's got to train, and the train will be back. So, the defense will be able to up a little bit. So they got to open up the playbook a little bit more for reading. Who did you say will be back after the bye? What's that? Who did you say will be back after the bye? That's where the suspension will be up, right? That's for McLean and for, um, for Hardy. That's after next week. It's four weeks. Four weeks, right. And then couple of weeks after that, that's when Gregory will be back. Right. So, Houston is going to be sure that, that in the meantime, they got to open up the playbook a little bit. Because that was... Having a hard time hearing you. I don't know if it's your reception yeah, or... I don't know who it is. I, I don't know who it is. I, I'm not moving, so I don't know who's making the noise. Um, what I was saying is they got to open up that playbook, throw the ball deep, make the defense respect it. Respect the deep ball and keep them honest because I think that was the blueprint for what kind of handcuffed the offense in Sunday's game. They they dink and dunk too much. You put eight men up in the box to protect for the run and the dink and dunk, and you kill two birds with one stone, you don't have to do much. You don't throw that deep ball to Devin Street to open it up. Defense already knows what you're about to do within at least five yards from the line of scrimmage. Why do you think they didn't throw the deep ball to Devin Street? I don't think they they trust what we can do, and and that's all right. Overthrowing, I mean, just flat out overthrowing by five ten yards, just to stretch out the defense and keep them honest. Even if you know you're not going to get a completion, sometimes if you 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 can give up a, a first and ten to keep the defense honest, so that the next time you try to take a shot at it, you might have a better chance at a completion. That is my take on it. Hmm. Um. All right. I, I'm, I'm going to go a different direction because I, I I don't really see it your way. Um, the reason they didn't go deep was because the receivers were getting jammed on the line and couldn't get open. And I don't know many quarterbacks that are going to throw the ball deep just to throw it deep. Just, you know, if the guy's covered and you're throwing it deep, you're not loosening up anything. You, you loosen it up by completing a deep pass. Devin Street – um, the guy they got from uh, the guy they just signed, I can't remember his name, um, Terrence Williams. These guys were not getting open. When and I will repeat what I said to Doctor Train last year. Now I'm going to say it about the Cowboys. When your running back is your leading receiver, 
and you have superstars on your team, there is a problem. Now, we know Des Bryant is hurt, but there is a guy named Jason Witten who's a Hall of Famer. Um, Gavin Escobar is up and coming, and Terrence Williams is supposed to be a, a legit number two receiver. The leading receiver in catches and yards was Lance Dunbar. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. Um, there is, and, and, and I don't blame Whedon as much as I blame the wide receivers. I did watch the game. I caught the replay on NFL Network. These guys weren't getting open. It's just plain and simple. Whedon made one really bad pass. That interception was, was a just a bad decision. Okay, But he was 22 out of 26. 22 yeah, out of 26. Yeah, you know, 22 out of 26, 230-something yards, over 100-something yards rushing, 28 points. In most NFL games, if you have a quarterback that goes 22 out of 26, you rush over 100 yards and you score 28 points, in most games, you win that game. This game, the real big problem was the defense just disappeared. The defense that had Chip Kelly's number, that had Sam Bradford um, looking confused, DeMarco Murray couldn't go anywhere, Darren Sproles, Ryan Matthews, um, Jordan Matthews had him had him just you know that late touchdown they got was nothing shut him down the whole game the defense didn't show up now for people that don't know Jeremy Mincy was an eleventh hour scratch um, you already are down um, obviously Greg Harding um, Randy Gregory you don't got Rolando McLean um, you know the the defensive line was patchwork and it showed. And when you have a defensive line that's not doing its job, then the linebackers have to work even harder. Last week, we saw the defensive line doing its job, and we saw Sean Lee everywhere. We didn't see that this, we didn't see that this week. The, the issue really was the defense. And to be quite honest with you, there it, it, it wasn't really much more they could have done because, you know, you can sit there all day and say next man up, next man up. Next. At some point, there's a reason why you have starters and backups. At some point, there's a reason why this guy's making $8 million a year and this guy's making $1 million a year. To expect that, they, that you can just limitlessly go and pull people off their couch, throw a star in their, whole, in their helmet, put them on the practice squad for a week or two, put them in, you know, and, and, and out in the field for a couple weeks, and then they're going to be okay, it's ridiculous. And I appreciate Jason Garrett sitting up there saying we don't make excuses. It's not an excuse. It's the reality of the situation. The defense is depleted right now due to injuries. And then on top of that, you don't have Tony Romo, you don't have Des Bryant. So you did wonderful to be in contention. You did wonderful to make this game competitive up to the fourth quarter. But Atlanta, Jay, Jay definitely hit this one on the head, man. They, they, they figured it out. They said, okay, we know what to do against y'all. <laughs> we know you're not going deep on us because your receivers ain't getting open. So we're going to crowd the box. We're going to shut your, your, your run game down. And on offense, you got, you got nothing for Julio Jones. We're just going to move him around. Devontae Freeman ran on us like freaking looking like Marcus Allen out there, looking like a Hall of Famer. This is the backup running back looking like a Hall of Famer out there. And this was just this making adjustments and, frankly, having the better team. They had a better team. They had a better team. Could Dallas have won this game? Maybe. But Helena had the better team. And one thing I'll say, and I know K-Star's trying to get in there, but the one thing I'll say is, you you can you can get in a game and be hyped. 
You you can get in the game and have adrenaline, and you can have great coaching, but at some point, the better team usually prevails because that other team can't play at that same level for four quarters. They might find it for one quarter. They might find it for two. Hell, they might find it for three. But at some point, they're going to run out of it because that's not their level of play. While that other team, that's what they do, and that's what we saw. Atlanta just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. And Dallas kept coming back. Yeah, we're fighting back. We're fighting back. We're fighting back. But at some point, they ran out. And the better team won. K-Star, what you got for me? That was me. Uh, <laughs> but, but I do agree. Um, and from what I saw, yeah, it was just that really that throw, that uh, that overthrow we didn't made that was uh, really his only error. And I didn't really – I. I don't really ever get the Terrence, not no offense, but I don't really ever get the Terrence Williams hype because I just don't feel like he's ready for that yet. Like, in terms of being a number one receiver, I just don't see him getting that he's separation not. up. He's not. He's he's not. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, he's and, not. And Cole yeah. Beasley is not ready to be a number one receiver. And Cole Beasley going deep is a waste of time. These guys are made better when Dez is on the field. Yeah. Exactly. Because Dez demands that much attention. That's why Terrence Williams can play well. That's why Cole Beasley can be underneath and do the Wes Welker, Danny Amendola underneath stuff and get free because Dez yep. commands that much attention. Bottom line. Yep. My last comment, uh, uh, Train, did you want to get in? Because I have one last comment on this one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Were you going to move no, no, on no, after you did it? No, 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 go ahead. Okay, go ahead. so – so really, I don't want to mess with you guys, T, T and, and, and Jay. Y'all good. I just want to mess with K-Star right now. K-Star, did you see the Julio Jones show? Did you see the one man show? I just want to know, because last week you just said they only got one dude. Man, that's one hell of a show for that one dude, though, right? Did you get your ticket to that? I just want to know, make sure you saw that. what show? I miss, I'm sorry. The, I who, the Julio, you, you said you missed the Julio Jones. Well, you better be glad y'all don't play them. <laughs> You better be glad y'all don't Wait, play. Wait, hold on. I said, I, said, I said it was a good show. I said it was a very good show. Yeah, you just know. It, it's how you downplay that I picked that Atlanta the way. I picked week. Atlanta. Yeah, it, I picked the show. It doesn't matter that you still... Atlanta the way. It's not about your pick. It's how, how you downplay. It's just no, your job. I didn't downplay it. Listen, listen. listen. You got to record. No, no, no. You got to record, man. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Play it. fine. Play it. You, no, but let's be honest. I know where I know exactly what train means. He's not dogging the Cowboys. What he's saying is, you all up, you know, um, drinking the Antonio Bryant Kool Aid, and you're not giving uh, Julio Jones any love. And this dude's playing. Uh, I'm giving Julio love. Julio is terrific. He's no, last he's week. Great. Last week. I know what you said. Hold on. Wait. Wait. Let Let's talk about the mm-hmm. question of what it was. Let me bring context to the table. Mm-hmm. It was four. It was discussing which two and O team would win, or, or is likely to regress or be good. And I believe it mm-hmm. was also who would win uh, very early for it. Or I think it came between something about the Panthers and the Falcons. And I said, "Well, I like the Panthers." And I said that uh, the Matt Ryan Julio Jones show. We've seen it. It's a good show, but it's not a show that lasts. And I still question <laughs> if it's going to last. And I, I still have questions if it's going to last all year. And you know why? I've- why? Do you know why? Because Julio is listen as good as he is and as terrific as he is right now. He is taking a Ooh. beating. He is taking what? a beating. Yeah. What, what I mean by that is Julio. Watch him. He 
he moves around very gingerly in the second half. He is he's on the uh, injury report for the last couple of weeks, and he's a guy that has injury concerns anyway. So what I'm saying is by them feeding him as much as they are, he's doing great now, but I don't know if that's going to go uh, be the point for for 16 games. Because, let, let, again, me, let, me just, let me just say this. You also said the same thing about DeMarco Murray last year. So I don't know that you're crystal what I, ball. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, what, did I, what did I say about DeMarco Murray last year? Because I was always there about DeMarco Murray last year. What did I say? What? What? Don't make me have to go back. You were very clear to say <laughs> that the Cowboys can keep up that pace with DeMarco Murray. Every yeah. You were very clear you to say that. You with the pundit. The T, like, yeah. T like to call them pundits. If, if you were agreeing with, with the pundit. Breakdown, if yes. you breakdown. You said he uh, won't make it through the season. They're relying on him too much. You you went deep into it saying, and then let's see what Tony Romo has when Murray's hurt. And I said, well, Murray's doing things differently this year. And that offensive line, I, I don't know, K-Star. I know he's got a history of being hurt, but he's got a better offensive line, and he's taking better care of himself. So let's see. And he had 392 carries. He did? And he broke his hand? Yeah, and he played with a broken hand. He did. But, uh, hold on, though. Listen, the whole point, though, is it's a good show, but legitimately, like, the pace that Julio is on, I- I'm simply saying that it – when you watch him, like when you actually watch him uh, after some of these games, and even you can see during Monday Night Football, like he he he's taking a lot of licks. That's all I'm saying, and and he's on the injury report pretty much consistently. And I just don't know if they can survive just doing that all year. I think they're going to need to listen. Roddy White had no catches last week, zero. And yeah, they won. That's great, but they got to incorporate some other guys in there as well. Right, right. Ain't, ain't, ain't Julio Jones, number one. And number two, when you're catching 11 balls a game. That's not what I yeah, said. I can understand that you're limping by the fourth quarter. <laughs> you're running You're running around putting your foot up everybody's ass for three quarters, including the Cowboys. You couldn't stop the guy. So, yeah, that foot's going to hurt all that, all that ass-kicking you're doing. I mean, I'll, I think I'll, the, I'll, the, the, the point – I'm sorry. Go ahead, train. Go ahead. I was, I was just, all I was going to do is just wrap up. Just understand, man. Don't knock the show. Julio Jones is a beast. Okay, he is, just continue, just continue I, to watch the brother. And if you look at the rest of the schedule, because I had great. this discussion with, I had this discussion with a coworker. If you look at the rest of the schedule, if you talk about having a cornerback to face you that can match up with you, he, he doesn't face a top five cornerback that we view as a top five cornerback at all this I, season. I, Agreed. This dude would be on a freaking destruction for the remaining 13 games barring the Saints. I totally, that's anybody. So I totally just, agree. just be on the lookout of the show that you that you kind of downplay because it's going to continue. And it's going to be very difficult to stop this dude because he's a freak of nature when it comes to the wide receiver position. And, and you know, the sad part, and that, that scheme that schemes are very reliant on featuring the number one receiver. And trust and, me, and, I, I'm all about the Julio Jones on fantasy. All I'm saying is it becomes predictable after a bit. And while you know, and and is predictable, concerned. dude. Antonio Brown is predictable. The thing is, these guys are elite for a reason, bro. That's right. Predictable? Can you cover it? You can right. see a truck coming, but can you get the hell out of the way when you get hit? Sometimes you can't. And here's the thing, and here's the thing, 
Antonio Brown. Well, because because you were you were <laughs> God, damn. Antonio Brown. I, I'm not Kool-Aid. knocking on Julio at all. Wait, 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 wait. Let's be clear. You drank the Antonio Brown Kool Aid. You got a post on Facebook. It's not saying, just Antonio. It's not even, it's not even it's not funny anymore. I, I can't. I, let's not even talk about another wide receiver in the same category. It's not even. That's what you said two weeks ago. So. Uh, all we're saying is, hey, wait a minute, are you sure? Because now your boy, your boy, who I came out and said at that time was playing the best in the NFL, now ain't got his quarterback. You know what I'm saying? He Now he ain't got his quarterback. And we know what happens when when you don't have your quarterback. We understand how that, how that feels. Listen up. Now, Tony, <laughs> you guys can point the finger at him. You, you can talk about the vacation, and if you do that, it's really unfair. It's really unfair. It's my team. It's my quarterback. That's his teammate. That's his quarterback. I segue. We're talking wide receivers. I segue into this. Because it's perfect. What we're talking about with Antonio Bryant and, and and Julio Jones, I have to just say this. I don't really care if people don't agree with me. I don't care. But I'm going to be very clear, okay? Jerry Jones, I know you listen to the show. I, I know you do, okay? I got it on good authority that you love the Madden voice. You know that, that Commissioner T and JB are the top Dallas Cowboys fans in the world and, and that we know almost as much about this team as some of your top scouts. And, and, all, and I know you listen to the Madden voice. So I'm talking to you, Jerry, I'm talking to you right now. Okay. It's Tuesday. It's players day off. I know you're listening. Maybe you're listening. Maybe it's Wednesday. And you're listening to the archive. Um, call Tio, would you call Tio? Bring him in for a workout. The man looks anything like he used to sign him veteran, veteran minimum for the rest of the year. Bring him in. Okay. I don't care what happened five years ago, six years. I don't care. I don't care what Romo ain't even on the team right now. He's hurt. I don't care. You have no valid wide receivers on this team right now. You've got none. That's what we're looking at right now. The Dallas Cowboys do not have a, a viable deep threat on this team right now. You have a Hall of Famer who is a phenom. I know he's 41. I'm not stupid. But this is not this is not your typical 41-year-old player. This is a guy who kept himself in top shape his entire career. Top shape. And I would bet you he could still run a 4-5-40 right now. Bring him in. What have, You want to win a Super Bowl? This is your window right now. What do you got to lose? Bring him in. Work him out. If he don't look good, let him go. No problem. Sorry, we tried. We gave you a good look-see. You're bringing in Hakeem Nix. Brought him in a couple weeks ago. Really? Are you kidding me? You got the Giants looking at Knicks, looking at um, um, West uh, uh, what's that? Wes Welker, Mr. Concussion, the guy from the Redskins, Chris Cool. Really? I don't understand. It's just like he's blackballed or something. I don't get it. They everybody knows what talent this guy has. Everybody knows, and you know, if you really think he's going to come on a team and be disruptive now, uh, look at Buffalo and look at Cincinnati, the last two teams he played for. He was a model citizen. Look at his brief time in Seattle before Pete Carroll cut him. Pete Carroll said he was a model. He was great. We just, you know, just don't have a spot for him. But no complaints. Matter of fact, we'll keep the door open. Injuries during the year, we may give him another look. Okay, the guy has matured, and he. 
and I'm telling you, he still would be better than 80% of the wide receivers out there now. What what the pro- what is there? Did you not? I saw the game. I didn't see a lot, but I saw the game. Bryce Butler or whatever the hell his name is, Devin Street, Lucky Whitehead, Terrence. These guys can't get off the line. You bring T.O. in. He already knows the system. He played when Garrett was offensive coordinator. He knows the system. You bring him in now. You put him out there Sunday night. I guarantee you win that game. You don't even – I just put him out there. He's going to get double coverage because people are still afraid of what he could do because he's a Hall of Famer. I don't get it. You want to win or not? I don't get it. You bring in bums off the street and work them out, but you won't bring in a Hall of Famer because of some bull crap that went on seven years ago. Stupid. Want to win? Bring him in. I don't see anybody. But Randy, okay. Randy Moss. If Randy Moss is willing, I could fine. Don't bring Tillman. Go get Randy Moss then. I'm okay with that. That's another deep threat. That's another Hall of Famer. A little bit, a couple years younger than T.O. Okay. I'm okay with that. But you got to do something because these guys ain't doing it. These guys ain't doing it. Without Dez, the receiving core is in trouble. And somebody's got to wake up. We got 28 points on Sunday. And God bless Lance Dunbar and Joe Randall and these guys. But teams are going to see that and adjust. They're going to say, oh, okay, checking down. That's what you're doing, huh? Oh, the wide receivers can't get off the line, huh? Dunbar out of the backfield wheel, right, huh? Okay, we got you. And then what? Bring them in. I'm telling you. It's not going to happen. I have no delusion in my life that it's going to happen. But I can only hope. All right. I'm done. Um, that was nice. <laughs> man, it just, you know, it's just to me, it's just that simple. It's just that simple. You know, you put you put Tony on the eight-week designated to return, so now you have a roster spot. So what's the problem? It's just, to me, it really is that simple. It really I mean, is that simple. Thing, Go ahead, Jim. The worst, thing that, the worst thing that could possibly happen is it doesn't work out. He's not the, the player y'all thought it would be but you're never going to find out until you bring them in. So I agree with you. It's not going to hurt anything. All it's going to do, what, a couple of hours, two, three hours, you got a decision. Yeah, your name. It's as simple as that. Go on about your business if it doesn't work, if it looks good, like you said, veterans minimum, get them out there. It's not going to hurt. It's only going to help. That's a, that's a low risk, high reward. That's, what I'm, that's exactly what I'm saying is, and, and you know, Get your popcorn ready? Yeah. I like mine with a lot of butter on it. Let's roll. You know, let's roll. <sighs> All right. Right now um, you got that burnt popcorn. <laughs> I'll take that right now. Because right, right now, we ain't even got that right now. We we ain't even got no popcorn. We got no popcorn right now. We ain't got no popcorn. We got, we, got, we got stale potato chips. That's what we got. Stale potato chips. We ain't got no popcorn. We got corn, no pop is what we got. Mm. All right. Well. Last thing we last topic before we get on with the uh, picks and reviews and all that. Um, I changed it. I know how to put on the schedule, guys. I'm changing it. Um, I just want to get your opinions because this is this is the question I'm asking. I'm watching Tom Brady and I'm watching Aaron Rodgers and I'm sitting there saying, "Damn." I mean, to to have. I mean, I I still think Tony is in that discussion based on what he did last year. Okay. I, I still think he is, but he's hurt right now. So there's nothing to talk about. Okay. I still think Ben is in that discussion with two Super Bowl wins. 
Um, but he's hurt right now. There's nothing to talk about. Uh, Drew Brees, he's hurt and don't know that we can keep him in a four horseman. Uh, Peyton Manning, the jury's still out on. But Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady are, they're it. They're the class. I mean, they are the top of, of the list, them two. My question is, who's better? Who's playing better? I don't want to hear four Super Bowls to one and all. I get it. Three MVP. I get all the MV- I, That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about careers. I'm not talking about stats. I'm just talking about eye tests. I'm talking about you've got the, the prototypical pocket passer, and you've got the scrambler, the mobile guy, okay? Both playing at as high a level as we've seen. Who do you think is playing at a higher level right now? Let me start with Dr. Train on this one. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. 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 Good one. (laughs) Good one. It is. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers. And there's only one reason why I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers is a very slight edge. It's very difficult. I think more difficult to get an interception out of Aaron Rodgers than out of Tom Burke. Outside of that, boy, it's a tip for time. Okay. Okay. Uh, K-Star. I'm saying Brady, and um, he's just razor sharp, man. He made the Bills' defense look like a joke, and the Bills' defense is elite. It's what he's doing. Well, frankly, what they're both doing is incredible, but i got to go with, with, with Brady. Just proficiency is, is insane, and, I mean, they're just scoring at will. And, okay. uh, you know, I, I think, yeah, uh, yeah. It's tough, so yeah, I, mean, I feel pretty good. I, I, I'm i going Brady. Okay. We got one Brady. We got one Rodgers. JB? I would say Brady by hair just by looking at the uh, the teams he's played thus far. I think when he played Buffalo at Buffalo, you talk about using the scalpel and just cutting up a team. That was ridiculous. You look at Aaron Rodgers, and he absolutely destroyed the Chiefs. So, but the the thing is, Chiefs game for Aaron was at home. The Buffalo game for Brady was at Buffalo, and that's the only edge that I'll give because really the two are neck and neck. You go up there, they're they're orchestrators and they're executors all at the same time. They can dictate what they want to do to the defense, cause the defense to make adjustments that they don't want to make, and then pun, punish them and penalize them for those adjustments. But with all that being said, I give it Brady by a small hair because they're both a toss-up. And Buffalo okay. at home is so so great. They're so great against quarterbacks, and Brady just rocked him. Buffalo at home is so great against quarterbacks. You're making that yeah, statement. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm not. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> last year had the worst game of his possibly his career last season mm-hmm. uh, as he lost, and he had three interceptions. Oh, it's not true. It's not. And what did they do? Luck. They dominated him as well. well. I got a new coach this year. New, new scheme, new defense, new coach. Last year, don't matter. That didn't work. Yeah, new coach. Um, all right. Um, um, yeah. So, 
So, what's so funny? What's so funny? You, man. <laughs> I mean, he's going in the last year. I'm like, they didn't even say Different defense. It doesn't even matter what they did last year. But, anyway, you know, I, yeah, I mean, case, I love K-Star. I just got to, I got to, you know, it's, it's a constant education. Um, You know, Aaron Rodgers, completion percentage, 73.6. Tom Brady, 72.2. Both well over 70%. Okay, uh, Brady has far more yards, 370 per game versus Rodgers, 257 per game. Um, neither has thrown a pick, 10 versus 9. Rodgers has 10 touchdowns. Uh, Brady has 9. No picks, either one. Um, uh, QBR, NFL.com, QBR, 135.4 for Brady. I mean, for Rodgers, 119.6 for Brady. As a note, Andy Dalton is actually 121.0. So Andy Dalton actually has a better QBR than Tom Brady. Um, and then Kellen Clemens is in there, but he hasn't played enough for it to really matter. Carson Palmer would be right behind Brady at 117.6. And then the surprising Tyrod Taylor, 116.1. Um, if we go to um, uh, ESPN's, uh, let's see. I'm going to ESPN QBR. And let's see. I want to make sure that I'm getting the whole regular season here. The division of NFL. Okay, yep. Um, season leaders. Okay, no, I don't have it. Here we go. Season leaders for QBR. And as everybody knows, QBR is 0 to 100, so it's a little easier to understand. Um, and on NFL.com, I'm sorry, ESPN's QBR, top player is actually Big Ben, then Carson Palmer, then Aaron Rodgers, uh, Tom Brady is actually sixth in QBR at 83.1. Matt Ryan is ahead of him. Andy Dalton is is ahead of him. Um, so um, all that for me is to say I'm going to give a slight edge, and it's appropriate, to Aaron Rodgers, which would make us split two to two, which means, yeah, that's about right. And the only reason is the eye test. Uh, you're right. Everything everybody said is absolutely on point. These guys are surgically – Accurate. I think the reason I give it to Aaron Rodgers is because of the mo- mobility um, and the things that he can do to keep the play alive um, a little bit better than Tom Brady can. Just a, just a hair better with his with his legs. He can you know he can and, and he doesn't always have to run. He can just scramble around and and you know uh, and Brady. That's not Brady's game at all. Um, so that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna just it, and it was just something about I've watched them both and it's just something about they both have that I'm in control but Aaron Rodgers just looks like nothing phases him like at all you know I'll never forget last year right I just have one word for Packer fans R E L A X relax you know and they talk about Brady being on a mission. Um, you know, because of what happened in the off season and he's out to destroy every team and all of that. Well, the great ones always have a motivation. You don't think that Aaron Rodgers every week isn't thinking back. They showed it last night. You know, yeah, y'all picked me 24th. Alex Smith was picked number one in that draft. I was picked 24th. Mm-hmm. And it shows how far back we go because I remember Dr. Train, boy, couldn't wait. To get Alex Smith on the 49ers. Shows how far back we go. Remember them days, Dr. Trey? 
Dr. Train? Did I lose you? Dr. Train? Sorry, I had some background noise. Yeah, yeah, yes, I do, I do, I do. I do remember those days. Okay, thank you. That's all I wanted to do. That's all I wanted to do is remember those days. (laughs) 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 All right, that's it. That's all I needed. That's it. I'm good. All right, um, let's move on. I'm pulling up the NFL pick'ems as we speak. Um, I have not looked at them at all, so I don't really know who won. Um, last week I had a lot of stuff going on over the weekend, yesterday, today, just, just too much, just too much stuff going on, just stuff going on. All right, let's go back to week three here and, um, let's go to the, and let's see, um, where we are here. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. And, um, okay. So as far as, uh, year to date, uh, Dr. Train has pulled ahead of me. So Dr. Train is number three year to date uh, with 380 points. And I am trailing him by 10 points at 370. Um, JB would be next in seventh place of the ones that entered. Uh, third place for us at 310. And uh, I don't know that Ali Quick made his picks last week. because No, I didn't. He- I, I, I didn't do them. Let's see that. Well, then that's what you get. Now you got. Now you got a hole to dig. Now no, you got a hole. Really. I'll, I'll I'll count the ones that I picked last week. I'll, I'll find them on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good luck with that. All right. Um. All right. Let's make our picks this week. You guys ready? I'm ready. Let's roll. Yeah. All right. All right, K Star. You've got your two and one Pittsburgh Steelers at home hosting your arch rival, your division nemesis, the 0 and three Baltimore Ravens. You've got Commissioner T, you've got Doctor Train, and you've got JB. Convince us why your Steelers behind Michael Vick is, is going to win this game. Well, the Ravens can't stop the run, and Le'Veon Bell is at home, as is obviously the whole Steelers offense, which is huge. And an element of surprise, that, the unknown quantity or player that is Michael Vick and how he will perform. I think that they will have some plays that will keep the Ravens off guard. And quite frankly, I don't even know that they need any place to keep them off guard. That defense has been brutal ever since Charles Suggs went down. Um, and the Steelers defense played really well, really inspired football. I know it was against the Rams, but here at home, uh, they play better as well. So with that said, I don't see why unless we get turnover happy against a defense that Franklin doesn't create turnovers this season because this isn't the same old Ravens we're used to. This defense is very poor from their end. And I like the Steelers. We just have more consistency. Okay. Dr. Chang, what do you think? Um, you know, until I actually see what Michael Vick looks in an offense, um, I'm going to have to go with the, with the Ravens, man. I mean, losing Big Ben is is huge, uh, and and the Ravens are you know you know a little healthier on offense. Yeah, Terrell Suggs is out, so but you know you don't have Big Ben to really take advantage of Terrell Suggs being out. You got weapons, but the quarterback situation is still a question mark. So I'm just gonna go with the Ravens. Okay, JB. This one is kind of tough because. I think it's more about the Ravens and the potential of being 0-4 than it is about what Michael Vick can or can't do because I think we all addressed it earlier. No one can see the Ravens at 0-3. And I have a tough time seeing them at 0-4. Um, 
Uh, I'm going to have to say, take the Ravens just because I, I can't see them at all on four. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead with the Steelers now and just say it is subject to change. I do want to kind of I do want to kind of um check out a little Steelers propaganda and see how Michael Vick is looking um because I do think the fact that they have Bell and Brown is 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 huge. Um I I am mindful though that Jay makes a valid point. Um you know, um Ravens going on for just doesn't seem likely, but um, you know, Ben was playing. I I wouldn't even be a discussion. I'd go with the Steelers all day, uh, especially at home. But with Vic, it's just you just don't know. So right now, I'm going to pick the Steelers, but I got to go and do a little homework, and then I may come back. I may change my mind. But right now, I'm going with the Steelers. Um, Jets two and one at the Dolphins one and two. The Jets, um, the, the Eagles had a good game, and the Jets uh, just didn't have enough for the Eagles last week. Um, Dolphins, a lot of people should look out for, but I don't know. You know what? I'm going to pick this one first because I think this is a kind of easy one for me. Um, by the way, 60% of the people on, uh, NFL.com, I'm going to start doing that too. Cause you know, um, pick the Steelers. So, um, I'm going to go ahead with the Jets on this game. I, I don't see, I don't just don't see the Dolphins having a chance. Um, Dr. Trey. I'm gonna go with the Jets as well. The Dolphins have clearly let me down um, as far as my expectations of them. The only bright spot they they have is uh, Rashad Matthews as a fantasy football pickup. <laughs> That's pretty much it. But yeah, I don't. Um, I expected more from them at this point. It just it, it, it doesn't look good, and then I think the Jets are just playing better ball. So, there you go. Okay. Okay, star. Yeah, I'm going with the Jets. I don't think there's anything right now that Miami's doing well at all. Really, not not one phase of their game. They can't block. They have inconsistent play at the quarterback position. They can't stop the run. There's holes that are being created. And there's a potential locker room conflict with Dominic and Sue apparently running, I guess, not what the defensive corners telling him to do and doing his own thing. So combine that with a trip to London, I don't see how that's going to cure everything. I don't feel like it's going to be a hard minute's plane right there. So I'm going to go with the Jets as well. Yeah, I forgot. That's right. That is a London game. Uh, JB? Yeah, I'm, you can throw me in the Jets hat too. Uh, the Dolphins don't seem to have a run game. And about a run game, even though it's a passing lead, you still need to keep the defense honest, and they don't seem to have that consistent enough. So I'm going with the best too. Okay. Next are the Eagles. Um, I'm sorry, user uh, 64% of the people that pick pick the Jets as well. Uh, Eagles at the Redskins. Um, listen, as as any, I'm picking the Eagles. Is anybody picking the Redskins? Because I don't even think we need to spend any time on this one. Well, well, last week all you guys picked against the Eagles. Now you now all of a sudden it's automatic they're they're going to win. Dude, they're playing the Redskins. They're playing the Redskins, not the Jets. Jesus Christ! And they only they they won by a touchdown against the Jets. So I mean, you know, got that one. Yeah. If they have Brandon Marshall throwing that crazy lateral, who knows what would have happened? What he called the worst play in the history of the NFL. I don't know if it was the worst play in the history of the NFL, but it was pretty bad. It was, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> it was pretty I've bad. seen some bad play for him. Yeah. But anyway, I think we all, does anyone, uh, yeah, all Eagles. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Um, next game, uh, this one, this one here, though, this one's gonna be a little. Oh, um, seventy-nine percent, um, picking the uh, Eagles over the Giants. I mean, um, sorry, over the Redskins, seventy-nine percent. Okay. Um, Giants one and two at the Bills, two and one. Um, JB, I'm gonna let you go first. No, this is going to be an intriguing matchup because the Giants really are a better team than the one and two record would suggest. However, they are playing on the road. They're playing Buffalo, and Tyrod Taylor is looking pretty good for those first three games. Um, he's going to give the Giants some, some fits. Giants may have some for him too, but I think he'll have a little bit more. And uh, even if Shady is not playing, Carlos Williams looked pretty good as his backup. I'm going to take the Bills in this one. All right. Dr. Trey? Um. Wow. Um, I'm trying to remember who I picked on my on my on my pick. Um. Who? Giants. Bills. Who's at home? Bills. Bills. Okay. Bills at home. Ooh. That doesn't make that doesn't make any difference. Giants live right next door. <laughs> um. Gosh. I'm going to have to go I'm going to have to go Bills right now. I mean, right now, they're, just, they're, they're playing they're, they're playing pretty good defense with Sefton getting uh, coughed up by Tom Brady. But, you know, offensively, they're a wild card because, you know, we still don't fully know exactly what you have in Tyrod Taylor, but he plays pretty well. And, and the, the Giants are just too up and down. Okay. K-Star? Yeah, going with the Bills at home. Okay. <laughs> all right. Maybe this one wasn't that difficult. Bills. All four of us go with the Bills. Um, Jags, I'm sorry, uh, 81% picked the Bills. Jags at the Colts. Um, is this pretty unanimous, Colts? Is anybody going to Is anybody gonna pick the Jags? Let's move on. All right, let's move on. All right, 93% <laughs> picked the Colts. Pretty simple. Um, I think this one's pretty easy to pick, pick too, but <laughs> but I'm going to let you guys talk about it because maybe, maybe we got some uh, Jameis Winston's fans, <clears throat> Jameis Winston fans out there. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Carolina 3-0 at Tampa Bay. Uh, I'll just tell you I'm going with the Panthers. It's an easy pick for me. Um K Star. Oh, you know I'm going to the Panthers. Yes, your Hall of Fame quarterback. Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta get some to Cam Newton. By the way, he has no receivers at all, and he's just yeah. doing his thing. Doing his thing. Yeah. yeah, very impressive. Yeah. All right, Doctor Train. <laughs> you <was> silly. Uh, <laughs> You know, you just yeah, gotta get, go give give K Star a glass of milk and a cookie and leave him alone. He'd be okay. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I'll go with the uh, I'm going with the Panthers, man. I mean, you know, as long as he ain't, as long as Cam Newton will be straight, as long as he's not running to a referee telling me he ain't old enough to get a call, he'll be good. Man, that's just some bull. So, yeah. all right, JV. Yeah, I'm going with the Panthers too, but um, they should be on alert with these Buccaneers because um, they, they, they're 
could be an upset, but I'm taking the Panthers anyway. Okay. Could be an upset, but I'm still taking the Panthers. All right. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Cam. Oh, Cam. All right. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs at one and two. You don't get you don't get to say that, by the way. Only I get to say that. Uh, only you get to say that. Whoa, Cam. Yeah, only Cam. you. You can't. You, you can't stop the Cam and then and then and then sing yeah. it. Oh my goodness. You could, you could say it. You just ain't got no rhythm, man. You know what I mean? Well, now now I'm feel, now I'm feeling self conscious. All right, now I'm feeling self conscious. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You know. That's cool. <laughs> I'm just being honest. You know, it's words coming out, but I don't hear no, I don't hear no flow. You know. Damn. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> good, right? <laughs> I think you asked me. That my white man. That's your black man voice? Because that was bad, man. That was bad, man. Oh, jeez. Man, this is crazy right here. Thing. I'm telling you. Man, that was bad. Oh boy. All right. Um, woo. All right, uh, Kansas City. Oh, by the way, uh, 90% of the users picked the Panthers. So, you know, so far we have gone pretty much with the oh. consensus. Everybody. Okay, um, the Chiefs 1 and 2. You guys remember that? It was the Chiefs. They were, I remember we had a big argument we had a couple years ago. The Chiefs were 9 and 0. And, and we had a big fight about the Chiefs. And I said, no, yeah. I don't believe them, but they're 9 and 0. And well, they shouldn't be in the par rankings. I'm like, no, they're nine and zero. Um, but no, I don't Broncos believe in twice. them. I've never believed in them. I don't believe in Andy Reid. I don't believe in the team. Um, but they're nine and zero. You know, they're one and two now. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, at the Bengals, who are three and zero. And by the way, Madden Madden Voice fans, uh, after next week, we will release our first power rankings. I'm actually looking forward to it. Uh, it should be quite interesting. Um, um, but we, we wait four games to do it because we don't think it really matters until you get at least a quarter of the way through the season. So four games. Next week, we'll do our first Madden Voice power rankings. Stay tuned. Chiefs 1-2 and two at the Bengals, 3-0. and oh. uh, K-Star, you can go first on this one. Hmm. Everything is going so well for the Bengals. What could possibly trip them up? Um. You know what? This is the time. Andy Dolan's put put together three game stretches before that were solid, but then he would just just remind us all that he's Andy Dalton. I think he's going to do that. I think that the defense. I mean, Kansas City. They're coming off an embarrassing loss. They're much better than that team that they showed Monday night. At least relative to everyone else that they played, not named Aaron Rodgers, who's out of this world. And I think that they will create turnovers because they have the pass rush to do so. And you know, Jamal Charles, Kelsey, Macklin have enough to get it done. I'm gonna go with Kansas City in the upset. Okay, Doctor Train. Bengals. Kansas City doesn't have a secondary. Don't get down how good the pass rush is. If receivers can't, if DBs can't cover nobody. Hey, look out for the AJ, AJ, AJ Green show next. You know, mm-hmm. him and Julio came out the same year. So make sure you watch that uh, K-Star just in case they connected, man. They're brothers. And you ain't know AJ Green show, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Poor K-Star. K-Star was getting all kinds of love last week. This week. He's just getting abused, man. I, I'm sorry. I, 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 have, I have no idea where it's coming from, frankly. I, 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 I just uh, – just, we should yes. be get, handing you the crying towel because, like me, you lost your quarterback, man. That's I know. Quarterback. It's like if anything, you, you think you would take it easy, but 
Well, I'm taking it easy on you, except when you try to have some brother in your voice, then I had to, you know, had to calm that down. <laughs> had a brother in your voice, brother. There it goes, JB. Uh, all right. Uh, JB, you got the Bengals? No, you got yeah, the Chiefs. It's funny. it's funny you mentioned the Chiefs 9-0. Remember when we had a very first power ranking and the Chiefs were at number 10? I said, yeah, I think that's a little high for them. Yeah, where they're at right now. Yeah, I'm going with the Bengals. They got not only A.J. Green, but watch out for Marvin Jones. He had a pretty good game this past weekend. The the secondary is banged up for the Chiefs. Now, granted, they still got Ali Houston could put some pressure on them, but if either one of them guys on the outside get open, it's lights out. It's curtains. Go Bengals. Yeah. Curtains. Yeah. Got the Bengals in this one. Um, K-Star is absolutely right. Andy Dalton will have one of those games. It ain't going to be against the Chiefs at home, no. Um, so, all right. Um, and uh, 76% of the users picked the Bengals. Um, I'm sorry, Dr. Train. Raiders at the Bears. Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry Ooh. to have to do this to you. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say, man. I, I, you know, maybe we, maybe we should, you know, I don't know, man. I should, I should get like a kumbaya sound clip or something that I. Can, I was just thinking the same thing. Like, Hold hands and sing kumbaya. With yeah, next man. yeah, man. I, I, I don't know, man. You know what? Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you something to help here. We let's give, let's give, let's uh, give your team a little pep talk here by the one and only. This is here we go. Hello, you play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. All right, there you go. A little something. A little something. Is that enough? You know, did your Bears listening? Did they get pumped up? They're going to play to win the game? Or what you got? What you got, Dr. Strange? Yeah, they're going to play to win, you know. <laughs> they ain't going to lose. Just, <laughs> the outcome is always a loss. Listen, man, I'll, I'll, I'll be real with you. If 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 come Sunday, Jimmy Clausen is is still is listed as a starter, I'm picking Oakland. Come Sunday, if David Fails is listed as a starter, I'm picking Chicago. Okay. That's all I got. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, as I'm checking off the Raiders here, um, um, <laughs> uh, K-Star, <laughs> who you got? Yeah, come Sunday, if Jimmy Clausen is the quarterback, I'm going with the Raiders. If this Jimmy Fells guy is the quarterback, I'm also still going with the Raiders. So. Yes. Preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bullshit? Bullshit! We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Best clip ever for Chicago, dude. Man, that guy's pissed. Okay, JB, who you got? <laughs> uh, 
very commercial. It is. Did I hear Raiders coming from JB? Because, I mean, yeah, you, know. you heard Raiders coming because they can go get Jim McMahon, Vince McMahon, Ed McMahon. I don't care who they get. They're going to be the Raiders. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty bitched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oof, man! I'm you know it makes me feel good to be a Cowboy fan right about now though. I could be a Bears fan, so I gotta I gotta you know I, man I feel I feel all right. Um, seventy six percent, which is I thought it would be higher, are picking the Raiders. Um, and considering ninety percent picked the Panthers, seventy six percent picked the Raiders. That's um that's 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 not bad. Okay. Um, We've got the Houston Texans, my preseason team to watch. Yeah, they sold me a dream. Um, Against the Atlanta Falcons, everybody's team to watch right now. I'll just make it easy. Is anybody picking Houston? I didn't think so. Um, uh, All right, 91%. I think uh, about the highest we may have had. We may have had 193. We did have 193. Colts was 93% over the Jags. Second highest, 91% over Houston. Um, Arian Foster could play, um, but they still got a quarterback issue, and it, they're just they're just they're a mess. They're a mess. Um, next one to me is almost as easy. Chargers hosting the Browns. Anybody picking the Browns? I'm going with the Chargers. Browns don't really have a quarterback. Maybe Manziel will come back. I doubt it, but Chargers, pretty clear. All right, 86%. I wish we had Josh McCown right now. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you say Luke, wouldn't matter. You say anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I might try out. Yeah, you could face cool hand Luke. It ain't going to matter. Um, mm-hmm. All right, we've got um, Minnesota 2-1 and one at Denver 3-0. and uh, Let's go with K-Star on this one first. Going with Denver, Adrian Peterson is running amok, but that defense of Denver is so good, especially at home. Uh, I like Denver. Okay. JV? Yeah, I'm going with Denver, too. They're they're a different team when they're playing at mile high. Um, I'm just going to go with Denver. Dr. Train? Denver and Minnesota. Yeah. Denver, definitely. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Denver, too. Um, it, it, and just something reminded me of this this old commercial that I had created when I said Dr. Train. Pay attention. Here we go. Dr. Train, Train, Train. Dr. Train, Train, Train. Dr. Train, Train, Train. Dr. Train, Train, Train. Welcome to the Mad Boys, hosted by Commissioner E. Dr. Train, K-Star, and our newest host, my younger brother, JB. We're here to talk NFL football at its very best. Tune in every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock sharp Eastern Time. Eastern Time. Eastern Time. Welcome to the Mad Boys, hosted by Commissioner E. Dr. Train, K-Star, and our newest host, my younger brother, JB. We're here to talk NFL football at its very best. Tune in every Tuesday night at 8 o'clock sharp Eastern Time. Eastern Time. Eastern Time. Dr. Train, Train, Train. Man, listen. Oh. 
This game, oh, I'm sorry, the last game, a 94% Packers over the highest differential of any game this week, 94%. Um, Rams at the Cardinals. We know these two play each other tough. Um, I, I don't believe in the, I don't believe in the Cardinals still. I don't even at three and zero. So you know what? I'm going Rams on this one. It's in Arizona. I just I think the Rams are going to come out and do something special, and I think Arizona is going to start to come back down to earth. That said, Carson Palmer is my fantasy quarterback. Drew Brees is sitting on the bench. Um, I, need I need points, Palmer. Okay. I need points. Um, all right. Hey, brought me a win this past weekend, so I'll take it. All right. Um, uh, uh, Dr. Train, Rams, Cardinals. Do you believe in them Cardinals, man? That team is for real. Okay. Mm-hmm. team is definitely for real. It is not going to always be pretty. It's definitely not going to always be a blowout. But, but I will say you do have a point. For some reason, the Rams – don't know how to play no other teams in the NFL well, except for their division opponents. <laughs> That's right. They can play their division opponents, but they can't play anybody else. Outside of the division, garbage. Inside of the division, cream of the crop. With that said, though, I'm still picking Arizona. Okay. All right. JB? Let's go fish, Gerald. Yeah, I had the, the same exact thoughts of um, about the train. I mean, verbatim. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals also. Okay. K-Star. Yeah, I'm also going with Arizona. Okay. Rams had a tough time moving the ball against our defense. So. Okay. The Dallas Cowboys Sunday Sunday night football go into New Orleans to play the Saints. Um, Drew Brees. Tony Romo versus Drew Brees. Oh, no. Yeah. Brandon Whedon versus Luke McCown or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Des Bryant versus no, no, no. Um, um, some guy named Cooks against some guy named Terrence. Some bum. Anyway, um, listen. Um, you know, by all accounts, the Falcons are a top team. Cowboys gave them all they could handle. Um, the Saints are not a top team. The Cowboys will learn from their mistakes. Um, they will figure out how to stretch the field so that these guys can't put eight, nine in the box and shut down the run. Uh, Rod Marinelli will get this defense popping again. Uh, Mincy will be back. Um, I don't know who else is scheduled to be back, but let's put it to you this way. The Cowboys um, have the Patriots coming up next. They need this win bad. Um, I'm not going to say there's no way you're going to beat the Patriots because I don't believe in that that there's, there's no way. But, you know, without Romo, without Dez, this game is winnable. The Patriots game is very, very tough. So you go into the Patriots game at 3-1, and one, okay, losing that game isn't the end of your season. You go into the Patriots game at 2-2 two and two and you lose, now you're under 500. Eagles start to make a surge, and all of a sudden you're playing catch-up and you still don't have your horses. This game is critical for the Cowboys. Saints are done. Breeze is hurt. It is unlikely he has played. The last I heard, it is unlikely that he will play. Quite frankly, even if he does, he doesn't scare me like he used to. Uh, last couple times we played them, we whooped up on them. So I really don't see a way for the Saints um, to 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 beat the Cowboys even at home. And the Saints aren't feared at home anymore. 
It's it's really and the Cowboys have won ten in a row on the road, uh, regular season games. So I mean everything is pointing to a Cowboy victory here. So, um, you know I'm going with the Cowboys. Um, JB, I don't pretty much know what you're going to say, but I'm going to let you say it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Cowboys also. I believe just about everything you said was true. However, it does look like he's going to play. Um, he's progressing well. Uh, I think that week off has helped. So I, we'll I would see. be surprised if he, if he doesn't play. Uh, just we'll based see. On what I'm seeing. But nevertheless, I'm still taking the Cowboys for a couple of reasons. One, Saints are the team that we all thought they would be. Two, not a long uh, trip from Dallas to Norman, so it's not like they're going cross country. Lastly, it's a late game, so they get to heal up a little bit more, get some more treatment in. And um, and I agree also with with your statement. They have to win this game because of not not just the fact that Patriots are going to be coming up next, but like I told you before, they got to shoot for for a minimum 500 with Romo out. And if they don't win this, they're 0 2 now without them, and that's gonna that's that's not that's not good. Period. So. Going to Cowboys. Dr. Train. Um, wow, man, you, you, you pretty much just convinced. I, you know, I really don't go with the Saints if Drew Brees was playing. Um, but I will say overall, and watching watching the game, just remembering the game against Atlanta, you know, it, uh, they don't have a Julio Jones show. They don't have a show. <laughs> so... <laughs> so uh, I think the Cowboys can play well enough to get this one, so I'm 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 gonna go with Dallas. I'm 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 gonna ride with you guys. All I'm gonna go is making my picks. All right, Cowboy of K Star. Yeah, I'm going with Dallas. That offensive line was creating a lot of holes last week, and the Saints' run defense is terrible. Horrible. Okay. Good point. All right. Last but not least, the hapless Detroit Lions 0 three. Um, I don't know if Stafford is playing. I think he is. Um Who cares? Seattle. He sucks. <laughs> that guy sucks. I'm tired of him. He's awful. He, like, he, he hurts to even watch. If I'm a Lions fan, I, I just I feel bad for them. I really do. God. Uh, uh. All the town in the world just, ugh. Uh, uh, sound, sounds familiar. Sounds like something I would say. Okay. Um, actually, I have said it. Um so does that mean you're picking the Seahawks? Yeah. <laughs> shall, shall I make Shall I make this easy on everybody? Is anybody picking the Lions to beat the Seahawks in Seattle Monday night? <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. I the best joke I'll kill. Yeah, yeah, you know. And the thing about it is, this is this game also uh, had the same margin of pick as the Green Bay game. Ninety four percent is going for Seattle. Um, the the six percent that's going for Detroit must be all Detroit residents. So yeah, um, yeah. If, if we if the Bears can't win, Detroit can't win. It's yeah, I, that. I agree. I agree. All right. Um, all right. Those are our picks. Um, K Star, you you had a pretty solid uh, FanDuel, I believe it was FanDuel fantasy team going into last night. Um, how, how'd you make out? Draft. Yeah, it was actually on DraftKings and. Oh, DraftKings. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I made out very well. Uh, I had going into last night. I'll just post or I'll just uh, uh, over the lineup real quick. But going into last night, I had um, Cam. Or I'm sorry, I had going into last night Randall Cobb. I needed to do well, and 
yeah, he did three touchdowns well. And uh, I was playing in a tournament of over 76,000. And uh, I finished at number 367 uh, and made some pretty good cash. And the the, the team that I put together, uh, quarterback was Cam Newton. He had 32. Uh, Ryan Matthews at 22. Latavius Murray. Uh, Cobb Marshall, Demarius, Greg Olson. At flex, I had Deion Lewis in the defense. I had the Seahawks defense in total. Scored 240. It was pretty awesome. It was very exciting. So wait a minute. So you got you got to you can't you got to tell us what did you what did you play and what did you win? Come on, man. You can't just. Well, I did pretty well. Come on, man. Uh, I won uh, in total twenty. Sorry, uh, two thousand dollars, seven hundred fifty bucks. It was it was it was good night. And what'd you bet? What'd you what'd you? What were my buy-in? What was your buy-in? Yeah. Uh, my buy-in was fifty. Fifty dollars. That's a regular entry. Yeah, and you won twenty seven hundred. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty damn good. That's pretty damn. Good. It was it was, was a good night. Yeah, that's right. That's great. That's great. We keep telling everybody you got to check out FanDuel, DraftKings. I uh I didn't win anything this week. Um, I I I didn't win anything. First weekend in three weekends. Actually, actually, yeah. No, we're in week four now. We've done how many th- games? Three weeks. Yeah, first three week weeks. I haven't. Won, I didn't win anything. I didn't win anything. I played in a couple of them. I didn't win anything this week. Um, probably because I was I was being rushed when I was entering. I had I had a young lady looking at me. Uh, what are you doing? I'm like I'm doing my fantasy stuff, like I told you I was going to do. Was that going to take long? I kind of got to research. What? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember, I told you. What? I remember I had plans. I had already made these plans, and I had to miss the Cowboy game, and I was I was uh, away. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was away. But I had said to her, I said, listen, I got to do my fantasy stuff, so you got to give me a little time to do that. So I'm doing it, and I'm getting the glare of how long is that going to take. I'm like, but I told you. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, look, I, you know, this is costing me money. And she's like, okay. And she didn't say anything else, but then, you know, you get that look. Like, oh, God. Right. So, and, of course, because I rushed, I didn't win anything. So, okay. Lesson learned. Um, I did enter another one. It's just Monday's Thursday, Monday-Thursday game, so. I'll see if how I'll see how well I did um, with this one. So, just these, so my, yeah. my my question for you guys that play. So do you need to have it in by Wednesday? Wednesday, I mean before the Thursday game. No. You could do all of Sunday only. You could do I, I always do uh, Sunday and Monday slate. So basically, all the Sunday games are the Monday game, and you just need those okay. turned in before the Sunday game starts. Really up to the last minute. Okay. Yeah, okay. like the one okay. that I just did is only Monday night's game and Thursday's game. That's it. It's just those two games. And yeah, I just like those. I've heard about that. But. Yeah, it's like a $50,000 pot, you know, but you have to be only the top certain number of plate people will win. So, you know, you don't have a good chance of winning. But I was like, well, I'm I'm trying to do a little bit of everything just to get comfortable. You know, I'm not yeah. really spending a lot of money, but like $20 here, $25 there, you know, just to get to right. comfortable. Um, I, 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 so that one, who knows, we'll see. But the other one I did, I, I didn't win. I did a 50, 50 first time I played a 50, 50 and I didn't win. I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. But who, I know uh, who did you go with? I mean, we know that you're rushed, but who, who, who were the, some of the players that, I, that you I, I to, look, I don't remember. I'll be honest with you. Um, I, gotcha. I just, I have not had a 200 point game. My high, my mm. high was like 160. 
So I'm saying that. Was that was yeah, winning? Drafting. Yeah, usually that does in the cash, uh, like 50 50 type lineup. It did. It did win me money. I was actually this fifty fifty was it was limited to a hundred players, so you had to be in the top fifty. And my and I was like number nineteen, so I actually yeah, I that's actually a really did, good score. Yeah, really I actually did score. pretty well on that one, but it was low. I mean, I I, I bet twenty five. You know, or my buy in was twenty five. I won forty five. But like I said, I'm still I'm not where K Star is. K Star is much more advanced in this than I am. I'm still feeling my way through it. Uh, honestly, I think this was my highest score I had on DraftKings. Two forty is pretty. Freaking absurd! Um, yeah, really. It was kind yeah. of. A, I saw a your post on, on the Madden Voice page, and I looked, and you were like Randall Cobb, come on! And then I saw him score three touchdowns. Yeah. I'm like, I think he oh scored damn! Three I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna call Kaystar and borrow a dollar. Shoot, this some bull. <laughs> Kaystar got some money now, you know. Kaystar, can I get a dollar? You know, Sam, shoot. Uh, all I want. Kind of mean to me. That's all I want. Cool. Yeah, we work. Sorry, Give I got another question. Don't mean to die. I feel like I'm going to call it in. I feel like I'm calling in. <laughs> That's okay. It's probably listeners out with the same questions, you know, so. So, uh, like, when you so when you get paid your money, is that tax-free, or do they take out taxes based on your state that you're paying from or what? I'll have uh, you. Back. I ain't made that much money, so. <laughs> yeah, I had to do a W-2 last year from FanDuel. Um, so you get taxed if you cross a certain threshold. Oh, yeah, that makes at sense. At the end of the year. At the end that of makes, the year. That makes sense, yeah. So, at, at the, so if you get your money debt, uh, confusing to me a little bit. So you Right get, now it's not taxed. Right now the only thing right that Right now it's also you get it untaxed. You have to pay taxes on it at the end of the year pretty much. Right. If you make a okay. certain amount. If you, if you, yeah, make, if you make a certain amount. amount. Yeah. You know and that, that would be net, by the way. That would be net because your 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 earnings will lower what they can tax you on. So that's net. That's just that's just accounting one on one. That has nothing to do with Fanduel. If you go if you go to lottery and if you if you play the lottery and win a million dollars and then you take a million dollars losing tickets, you can cancel out that million dollar win. Nobody does that because no one saves a million dollars of tickets. They're just gonna go and they're gonna pay their taxes. But if you could show that you that in that same year that you won a million that you spent the million, you wouldn't have to pay taxes. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, just saying. So anyway. Um all right. Good stuff. All right. Um listen, I think that's all we got for tonight. Um uh you know, let's see what happens this week. Um one last announcement on October twentieth, we're gonna have a special guest host. And I want to build this up because it's going to be a brand new host. This host has never hosted a Madden voice before. Um, you know, so if we look at hosts that we've had, we've had K-Star, you know. We've had Dr. Train. We've had um, Commissioner T. But who we haven't had... I don't remember, but that is the intro to the one and only JB. That's his intro theme music. JB will be hosting his very first Madden Voice October 20th. 
Oh, wow. Hey, hey, okay, so did that music get you going? <laughs> got me high. It's got me circling the, the calendar day. I got to be yeah, honest. Kate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just circling on this couch. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. Do you like anything now? Tastes are just a little sour because of the uh, the outcome over the weekend. That's all. Oh, but uh, that, yeah, that that was oh. very depressing. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just say that JB commenced to take off his hundred dollar shoe. Looked at K Star and said, "Nice shirt, twenty five cents." <laughs> Shined up that shoe real nice. Turned it sideways and stuck it straight up. K Star came to the ass. Hey, bro, so we need to chill, all right? Did y'all play each other this weekend? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. uh, yeah, I okay. made uh, Yeah, I did lose. I'm not going to lose much any longer. You know, David Carr went to the rescue. Colin uh, Kaepernick was my starter, and that was the worst thing of all time. That was the worst thing ever. So, uh, oh, Tony Romo. Jay, Jay, Jay won, and he was singing. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. I could do this all night, actually. I, 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 I really can. I could do this all night. I got so many clips here. I could do this all night. But I'm not going to, guys. It's getting late. Um, so, listen, it's been a great show. Appreciate you guys. Uh, we will be back here next Tuesday. And um, uh, it'll be uh, four weeks. So, as promised, we will have the Madden Voice Power Rankings. Um, and, you know, I feel the need to say it. Do you realize next week will be a quarter through the NFL season? Enjoy your games, fellas. Get up in there. Season will be over before you know it. Enjoy. So for Dr. Train, for JB, and for K-Star, we'll see you next week. And remember, on the Madden Voice, all feuds are settled on the field. Good night, everybody.